Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. We are going to be starting a new series. You know me, and you know that every month I pick a theme for the month. And my theme for this month is productivity. I don't know about you, but I can use a little bit refinement on my focus, attention, and just discipline around my time management practices to help me be more productive this time of the year. We're entering the second half of the year, and what a better time to dive in into this topic of productivity and time management to help us be the most productive we can be to accomplish our goals without feeling overwhelmed in the second half of the year. So let's dive in into the series of productivity and time management. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. The reality is that we live in such a high pace and demanding environment that unless we dive in into and perfection our time management practices, we are destined to continuously live feeling overwhelmed. And I don't know about you, but I don't like the feeling of being overwhelmed. I can be more productive under pressure a lot of times, and maybe you can relate with me on that. But that is very different than constantly living in a sense of feeling overwhelmed. So what I want to do, and this is a little bit selfish as well, is diving into productivity. I am making productivity the theme of the month because this is something that I want to really hone in. The reality is that when we get so busy and we start to lose our discipline around practicing the things that maybe once worked for us, we start to lose control of our time management and it becomes kind of like a snowball. And I'm in that stage that I'm, "Mm -mm. let's stop this snowball right now. I want to gain back control of my time and my energy. Because when we talk about productivity and time management, I think it is important to talk about both, our time, our, our energy. Earlier in the year, we did a series around energy, and I told you that we put a lot of emphasis on managing our time and very little emphasis on managing our energy. So I don't want to forget about that. I think it's super important, and we'll talk about more about energy in this series around productivity. But we're going to dive a lot into the time management side of this equation. And my goal in this series is to share with you some strategies, 
some tactics and insights that can revolutionize the way that you approach time management. We all have the same 24 hours in the day, but it is up to us how we use that time and how we leverage the right tools, systems, and processes to help us achieve the most that we can during that time. And that's what I want to dive into in this series. So on this first episode of the series is going to be a little bit of everything. My goal today is to share with you 20 random thoughts that can help you start improving your productivity this week. We're going to talk about different things, all random. They're not in any particular order per se. And I think all of them separately, but even more together are very powerful strategies to help us start to be more productive every day. And if we're going to talk about productivity, I think we need to start by defining what is productivity. And we can go to the dictionary and look for the definition of productivity, but today I don't want to do that. I want to give you my personal definition of productivity, which might be a little bit different than what you're used to um, hear about or listen or what you've seen before when you've talked about productivity in the past. So what is productivity? For me, productivity is about doing, it's about getting the most important things done without feeling overwhelmed or stressed. That is my personal definition of productivity. Getting the most important things done without feeling overwhelmed. And for me, productivity is composed of three key elements. I already mentioned two of them. Of course, is efficiency, effectiveness, and energy, right? So time management can be broken down into efficiency and effectiveness. And then we have the energy component. That is how I personally define productivity. So with that definition in mind, let's talk about some random things that can help us be more productive. And when I say random, they're not minuscule things. Some of these are really big things. Some of them are small in terms of the effort that it is required, but really big in the impact that they can have in us feeling more productive. So let's dive in into what are those 20 things. I'm going to quickly go over all of them and we'll dive in into several of this different things, different strategies, different tactics over the following weeks where we're going to go a little bit deeper into time management. And I'm going to share with you more insights about how to build a time management system. What are things that you want to think about? How can you personalize your own time management system? And what are some strategies and some tools and systems and processes that you can use to help you be the most productive that you can be in the second half of the year. So I believe that it all starts with your mindset. And that is going to be my number one in my list. 
no matter whether we're talking about the strategies, the tools, the systems, none of that is going to work unless you have the right mindset. Being productive, managing your time starts with having the right mindset. If you're constantly telling yourself, I am overwhelmed, I am super busy, I don't have time, guess what? You're going to be overwhelmed, you're going to be busy, and you're not going to have enough time. We need to start with a mindset of, I have time for what matters most. If something is important, if something is a priority, I will make the time to do it, to accomplish it. Mindset is so foundational to be able to be productive because no matter what I teach you, no matter how many tools I give you, if you don't work on getting into the right mindset, none of that is going to work because you are will already be predisposed that they won't work and guess what? They won't. So number one, It's starting with the right mindset. And that right mindset is, I have time to what matters most. If something is a priority, I will make the time. Number two is, if you want to be productive, you need to know what is most important, right? We said productivity is, that our definition is getting the most important things done without feeling overwhelmed or stress. So if you want to get the most important things done, you need to know what the most important things are. I know this sounds really basic, but a lot of times in our own overwhelm and our own stress, we don't think about the simple things, right? I said they're simple, not always they're easy. And while simple, they're very impactful. So knowing what is most important to you. Because here is the thing, you cannot do it all. You can't. There's so many things coming at you that you can't do it all. The secret to being productive is to do the most important things. And in order to do the most important things, you need to know what are the most important things. Number three is to have a vision, goals, and priorities. I always like to start my year doing a vision board and setting goals for the year and defining what are my priorities that year. I do that every month. I reconnect with my vision board and I I pick that theme for the month. And that's actually point number four. So I'm going to combine three and four here. It's not only about having a vision, goals, and priorities, which probably you did at the beginning of the year but you've been so busy that probably you don't remember what you said was your priorities, your goals, and your vision at the beginning of the year. So it's important to review those goals and those priorities regularly, to set them, to have them, to have and gain that clarity, but then reconnect with them regularly. And regularly can look different for different people. It can be twice a year. It can be once a quarter. It can be once a month. It can be every week. That is up to you. And you need to figure out what is the right frequency for you. The key is that you set that vision, that goal, that priority, and that you reconnect with them throughout the year. Number five is weekly planning. 
Are you currently doing weekly planning? I think that a lot of us at the beginning of the year make a big effort to have this plan for the year and then we forget about it. And I think that the one planning that has the most impact into our productivity is probably the weekly planning. Weekly planning, I would say, is the secret, right? And then on top of that is key that we have a mini planning session every day. And I know this can sound overwhelming, and we'll talk more about how that looks like and how to structure that in a future podcast episode. But when I talk about doing a weekly planning, I'm not talking about spending more than 15 minutes a week or two to five minutes a day. And you can find or make, not find, make that time every week and every day because that those 15 minutes every week are gonna have a huge return in your time over the week. We'll talk more about this in details in a future episode because I think this is so important. Number six is to build a system that is personalized to you and stick to it. Over the years, I have tried so many time management systems. I have taken so many trainings around time management. I have bought so many different planners. And probably you can relate with me on that, right? We're trying to find the secret grill of time management. So we try all the things. And a lot of times we don't give those systems or those tools enough time. And then we give up on them because it's too cumbersome, too overwhelming to add that to our already busy day. I think the secret for having a good time management system is that it needs to be personalized to you. Buying a time management system out there and trying to follow someone else's system is not always the best idea or the one that is going to give you the best results. That's why I believe in personalization. And we're going to talk about how can you personalize a time management system in future podcast episodes here on the Leaning Yourself podcast. And then the other thing is that you need to stick to it. At the beginning, it can feel like something else that you need to do. And it feels like an extra effort or a chore. But the more consistent that you stay using one particular system, the more is going to become second nature. And then it's not going to feel like extra work. It's just going to feel part of who you are and your routine. And you're going to see so great results and so much return of investment of your time that investing any time that you have to in that system, it can be completely worth it, right? Okay, number seven, keep it all in one place. I have no idea how many people I talk to that they have a work calendar, a personal calendar, a family calendar, all these different calendars, all these different post-its everywhere. Um, If I ask you, what are all the things that you have to do? And some are in your head, some might be in your computer, some might be in a notebook, some might be in a post-it on the door on your refrigerator. They're everywhere right? We're going to talk more about this when we talk about building your own time management system. But one of the things that works against us is having information everywhere. It is critical 
to have the most effective talent management system that you can have that works for you, that you centralize everything. We're going to talk a lot about centralization in upcoming podcast episodes. Number eight, I believe that to be the most productive that you can be, you need to have a morning routine. And as part of that morning routine, it should include setting in daily intentions and daily non-negotiables. I have shared this many times here in the podcast, but this one single thing has helped me really skyrocket my productivity and just that feeling at the end of the day that I did accomplish something. Because there's no better feeling than that, right? How many days you go to bed and you're like, gosh, it feels like it was a really busy day, but what did I actually accomplish? So this one thing can help you change that feeling at the end of the day to say, oh, it was a busy day, but I did accomplish a lot and feel fulfilled at the end of the day. And that is setting daily intentions and non-negotiable. So how do I personally do this? Well, every day I ask myself two questions. One, how do I want to show up today? AKA my intentions. And the second one is what are the three non-negotiable things that I will do today? And those can be work-related, personal related, whatever, in any area of your life. But what are three things that are non-negotiable that no matter what, before I go to bed, I'm gonna cross off my list? So those two questions, how do I wanna show up? And what are my three non-negotiables for the day? Just taking the time to reflect on those two things sets my mind in the right place with the right focus, focusing on the right things, on the most important things, so I can feel productive at the end of the day. Okay, number nine, um, gain clarity on what is your time budget. I think this one is very important, especially nowadays that we live in a world that is so fast paced, so demanding, where there's so much coming at us constantly from so many places. Especially if you're someone who struggles to say no to things. And we'll talk about saying no later. But the reason why we say no to things a lot of times is because our things that are interesting to us, because we're afraid of what other people might say of us if we say no, or because we really have no clarity on what our time budget is. This is something we're going to deep dive in future podcast episodes on these series, but time budget basically is what is the time that you have available to add things to your things to do, right? What is the time that it's available after the commitments that you already have? And because we don't centralize everything, we talk about this before, a lot of times, what do we do? We go to our calendar, we see empty spots, and we assume that every empty spot in our calendar is time that we have available to do other things, which is not true, not even close to be true. And we're going to talk in a future episode, why is that not true? And then we say yes to things, we keep adding things, and we just end up feeling more and more overwhelmed and making less progress on the things that are most important. 
Number 10 is to leverage time blocking. This is one strategy that we're going to be talking about and deep diving in a future episode as well. But time blocking basically is, as the name says, blocking time in your calendar to get things done. As simple as that. But I'm going to give you the strategies on how to effectively use time blocking so you can manage your time and your energy so you can be the most efficient, the most effective, and the most productive. Number 11 is it is important that no matter how busy you are, you build time in your week, in your day to grow and learn or invest in your personal development, to plan, time to plan your time, to plan ahead, because whatever time management system you end up using or however you end up tailoring it to you is going to require you to invest some time in planning ahead. That's one common principle that all time management systems have. So building time for personal development, building time for planning, building time for reflection. I think reflection is so important in being more productive because if we're not learning as we're going, we're constantly making the same mistakes that are leaving us feeling overwhelmed and not being productive. And the last one is self-care. You can't pour from an empty cup. You probably have heard that expression before. If you don't invest in your own self-care, you can't have the best energy that you can have to be the most productive that you can be. So it is important that every week you build time for all those four things. Personal development, planning time, reflection, and self-care. Number 12, this is going to sound obvious and sometimes is a very hard one to do, and that is to limit interruptions and disruptions. We are constantly being interrupted, constantly being distracted, right? So limiting those interruptions, limiting those distractions is key if we want to be the most productive that we can be. So we'll talk more about how to do that. Um, I'm going to share with you one very simple technique um, called the Pomodoro Technique. We'll talk about that in a future podcast episode as well. That is really going to help you to limit those interruptions and those distractions in those buckets of time where you are doing focus work. And we'll talk about what is the purpose of focus group work, sorry, and how to schedule that. So all of that we're going to cover in this series around productivity and time management. Another thing that is important is to invest in the right tools and avoid getting overwhelmed by the tools. We are already overwhelmed and stressed by all the things that we need to do. It's hard to keep up with all the things that we need to do. So let's not add more things that create stress and a sense of overwhelm. And I can speak for myself, but in my journey to become more productive, in my obsession to manage my time, over the years, I have tried so many different tools, so many different planners, so many different apps, 
there was a point in time that in my phone would run out of memory because of all the apps that I had that I was trying, right? And that only created a deeper sense of overwhelm. It did not help me be more productive. Just because you have more tools doesn't mean that you're going to be more productive. You need to have the right tools in the right amount. It's There's no correlation between the more tools you have, the more productive you are. There is a point that more tools have the complete opposite impact to your productivity than what you're looking to achieve. So it is important that you invest in the right tools. And sometimes it is going to require some trial and error to see what works for you. But at the end of the, of the day, don't add more overwhelm by adding too many tools to your toolbox. Um, number 14, do the most important things first. This is something that I learned from the seven habits of highly effective people. Habit two is put first, first things first. And um, even my daughter is learning this at school. Um, I have, we have the big privilege of being in a lighthouse school that is certified from the seven habits and they teach the kids the seven habits when, since kindergarten. So she will come home and she will say, mom, I need to do my homework before dinner because we need to do, because first things first, right? We need to do the most important things first. So if my first-year-old girl can do that. I think we all can. And this is not to make you feel bad. I am guilty of this, right? We tend to do first the things that are most easy, the things that we like the most, right? But not necessarily we start by the things that matter the most. So it is important to start with what is most important. And I'm going to share with you some strategies on how to make sure that every day you start your day doing your most important things. You might be saying, that is not going to happen because when I wake up in the morning, I already have a to-do list. My inbox needs, it's screaming my attention. We'll talk about all of that. But this is one principle that I think a lot of time management systems share, and it's one that I firmly believe in, and that is do the most important things first. Um, number 15, take breaks and give yourself a break. Building breaks in your day is so critical to be the most productive that you can be. There was a time in my life that I thought I can take a break. I can't stop because I need I need to use that time to get more things done. But what happened? It's like, again, back to the seven habits of highly effective people. You need to sharpen the saw, right? And sometimes you sharpen that saw by learning new things. Sometimes you sharpen your saw by just taking a break. How many times you're working on something and you're spending hours and hours working on something. And the moment you walk away and you take a break and you clear your mind, when you come back, you are able to finish it in a few minutes. And you had spent hours trying to finish that thing. That happened to me last year before we went to vacation on December. I remember we went to Hawaii and leading to that trip, 
I had just started to work in the company that I'm working at that earlier that year. So it had been nine good months without taking any break at all. And my thought wrong again, I was um, falling on my all mistakes was I knew I there's so much to learn. I need to keep going. I can't take a break. And right before going on that vacation, I was working on a presentation that I was going to be doing as I was coming back. And my goal was I want to finish this so then I can go on vacation. And I was spending hours and hours and I even asked people for input. I thought, well, maybe I don't know the company well enough. I don't know the people well enough. So let me get people to help me. Long story short, I did not finish the presentation. I went on vacation. We went to Hawaii. It was a very relaxing vacation. When I come back in an hour, I did the whole thing, right? I had spent, I don't know, 40 hours working on that. And in an hour, I was able to finish it because my mind was clear. I was rested. I was recharged. And that just reinforced to me how important it is to take breaks but also to give yourself a break. If you feel that you're running in an endless treadmill and you're not making any progress, sometimes I feel that that's how we feel in our day, right? That we're running and running and running and we think we should be like five miles away from where we started and we look down and we've been running on top of a treadmill the whole time. Give yourself a break. Don't start to talk negatively to yourself. Don't start to criticize yourself because you're not making progress. Most likely, it is not your fault. You're trying hard, but sometimes you need to take a break, change your perspective. We're going to talk more about how to do that and how to build those breaks in a way that creates the biggest impact in helping propose our efficiency and our effectiveness and improve our energy. Number 17, number 16, utilize your peak productivity hours. This one is one that I want to dive in as well in a future episode because I think it's so critical. We tend to do things as they come to us. You might have some ways in which you prioritize things. A lot of us prioritize things based on who asks us to do the task or a due date, right? And based on that, we prioritize what are we going to do first. And there's nothing wrong with those criteria. I think all those are valid criteria to help us prioritize. The thing is that a lot of times we work on those things in the wrong times of the day. So knowing what times of the day we're most productive and for what type of task can help us maximize the time that we have available to achieve more. So I think this one is so critical that I would like to dive into this one in a future episode. So stay tuned. We're going to talk more about all of these things. Number 17, do not multitask. Don't multitask. And this is coming from the person that always brag about the fact that I was a master multitasker. I will always talk about how I was always multitasking and how productive I was until I realized that I was just telling myself a lie. 
multitasking doesn't make you more productive. It doesn't make you more efficient or more effective. It's just an illusion. You are just being busy, but you're not being productive. And I think we're all busy enough. We don't have to be more busy. We need to be more productive. So stop multitasking. Multitasking at the end of the day, what it is, is jumping from one task to another, back and forth. And there's a lot of studies that have demonstrated that it takes up to 20 minutes to refocus on a task every time you shift task. So avoid multitasking anytime that you can. Of course, there are things that you can multitask, right? I can, I can be running on my treadmill and listening to a podcast. I can be driving and listening to an audiobook. I can be talking and cleaning at the same time. There are things that you can do simultaneously. When I talk about multitasking is when there's two tasks that require your brain power, try to avoid multitasking. Try to avoid having a hundred different things open in your computer. That just intensifies even more that sense of overwhelmed and stress. Focus on one thing at a time. And you'll see that even if your logic is telling you that that is a slower path to achieve all the things that you need to do, you'll find that you're able to do more in less time and with better quality. Okay, number 18, we're almost at the end of our list. Prepare the night before. We start our days already stressed. I think a lot of people wake up already stressed. And there is a way to reduce your level of stress at the beginning of the day. And that is by setting yourself up for success the night before. For me, that looks like leaving my workout clothes ready the night before. So first thing in the morning, they're right in front of me. I don't have to be stressed about what to wear or where my socks are and I can find them, right? It's about at the end of the day, checking my calendar and knowing when and what is my first meeting of the day. Instead of waking up in the morning with that feeling of, oh, where do I need to be now? Where do I need to go next? What do I need to do today? So you can end your day just looking at your calendar and seeing what is coming the next day. And is there anything that you need to prepare for that you're not ready yet? So then you can use a few minutes at the end of your day to get ready and set you up for success the next day. Number 19, don't be afraid to ask for help. We're all busy. We're all overwhelmed. And I said this before, you cannot do it all. And most importantly, you can't do it all at the same time. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling stressed, if there's things that are really feeling heavy, don't be afraid to ask for help. And that can look in many different ways, right? You don't have to buy or pay for that help. It can be a simple exchange. You help me with this. I help you with that. It could be delegating to, gosh, your kids if you have kids. You can ask help from anyone and everyone. You need to be creative on how you ask for help. But the most important thing is starting with being comfortable with asking for help. Because I'll tell you, that is something that I'm, continuously having to work on. 
because I always thought that asking for help was a sign of weakness, and it's not. At the end of the day, you have things that you want to accomplish, and you're going to feel more proud of yourself when you accomplish those things than if you're, if, you're feel, if you're getting stuck and not making progress because your ego is so big that you're not willing to ask for help in order to get those things done. So don't be afraid to ask for help. It is not a sign of weakness, but rather is a sign of strength. The strength that you have the clarity of what needs to get done and how much you can do by yourself and relying on other people that might be better than you at certain portions of the work that can help increase the quality of the outcome and help you get things done faster. So don't be afraid to ask for help. And the last one, um, last but certainly not least, learn to say no. This one is super hard. I know it's super hard for me, and I know you probably relate with me. It is hard to say no, but we're going to talk more about how to learn to say no, because I think there's strategies that you can follow to help you be more comfortable with saying no and doing it from a place that you leave the guilt out of the equation because now you have clarity around what is most important. You have clarity around what is your time budget and you have clarity that you want to add value and saying no sometimes can add more value than you saying yes and not delivering up to your own expectations or the expectations of others. So we're gonna deep dive on that as well. So as you can see, lots of different things, lots of different strategies, lots of different ideas that I hope are starting to get your wheels turning around this topic of productivity and time management. Today was a mixed match of different things in no particular order. And starting next week, we're going to deep dive in a lot of these things in the context of and with the goal of helping you build your personalized time management system that is going to help you increase your productivity. And I want to finish today's podcast episode reminding you of what is that definition of productivity that we're aiming for. Remember, productivity is about getting the most the most important things done without feeling overwhelmed and stressed. If you're up to that, if you're up to being efficient, effective, and managing your energy, stay tuned because there's more coming in this series around time management and productivity here on the Leading Yourself podcast. If you like today's podcast episode, as always, I'm going to ask you that you share it with a friend. Help me spread the word of the wisdom that we share every week here on the podcast so more people get to have access to these tools and these strategies, and we all can learn together. I hope you have an amazing and productive week ahead, and I will see you here back again next Monday for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.